Why, hello, my friends. It's Ansley in post. So, two things before we get the ball rolling. Number one, trigger warning. This episode contains mentions of sexual assault. We use the R word for it. We don't go talking about it at length or in graphic detail or anything like that, but it is mentioned. An incident we um, happened upon in high school is mentioned. Um, it only lasts for a minute and a half, two minutes, starting at about the 19 minute mark. So, if you gotta skip ahead, do what you gotta do. Literally, no hard feelings. Um, and that leads me to my second point. You may have noticed that the first episode was posted a long fucking time ago. Today is November 14th, and I've finally finished trimming everything down, getting rid of everything, because what happened was we ended up forgetting <laughs> that this is going to be posted places. And we ended up talking about the situation much more at length than we had the right to, because we were not affected by what this person did to other people. And it was not our place. And after recording, we kind of had a discussion about how... This is just not something that needs to be posted on the internet for the public to hear. Um, and it would hurt more people than it would help if it helped anyone, which I don't think it would have. So it needed to be removed. The issue is that I have raging ADHD. If I haven't said that on the pod before, um, now you know. But I'm pretty sure even if I hadn't said it, you could fucking guess. Um, so when a task seems like it's going to be harder than I originally imagined... Um, the level of difficulty that I have initiating said task proportionally increases. So this has been sitting in my computer since late September, early October. Um, between that and like getting a new computer, everything has just been absolutely fucking crazy. But I have finally edited it today. I had an unexpected day off, so I took my meds, finally took care of it. And I just have to put on the final bells and whistles, bleeping things, adding the intro and the outro, that sort of thing. Um, and this. <laughs> um, but... Thank you for being so patient if you're listening to this. Um, we're really excited to finally get back on it. We have so many great ideas while I took my sweet fucking time uh, editing this. And um, we've missed recording, even though we only recorded one episode. But it was really, really fun. And we want to actually like dedicate a shit ton of time to this. And that begins now. So um, thank you. And without further ado, let's go. We're back. Welcome to episode two of Wowie Zowie. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ansley. And I'm Kristen. And today, you voted on our next topic. So today, <laughs> what we're going to be doing is... Shut up. I know I worded that horrendously. But today, we're going to be talking about high school theater. Um, and I couldn't have done that in a more cringe manner. But that's okay. Um, so, we... We wanted to do it. We schemed this topic for like at the very beginning of like when we came up with this podcast, um, because a it was something that has deeply affected both of us <laughs> for, for a long time, especially because like like I am going into it, and also it's how we became friends, and it also is just like fucking insane. And I and I get like don't get me wrong, I completely understand that this is like a very niche topic, and some of you are gonna listen to this and be like, why should I care? These kids are cringe. Yeah. And here's the thing. Fuck yes, it. You don't are, have to. Well, no, we are cringe. <laughs> we are cringe. But, like, you don't have to care. Um, <laughs> Like, like by no means. I, I, I feel like some people are going to be like, well, that's fucking, like, mm. Stop with the censorship. We're going to talk about it no matter what. Correct. Exactly. So, yeah, precisely. Um, 
Also, I just posted about this podcast on my main Instagram when I did this poll. So a lot of people that I like barely spoke to in high school voted on it. So if you're listening to this and you like had like three interactions with me, uh, I hope everyone who we were in choir and theater with hears this. Yeah. And I want to bash them. <laughs> um, yeah, some of my friends that I'm still friends with to this day know that we're doing this episode. And I honestly, like, I think... Uh, I, I kept my mouth shut for a very long time uh, about some of the stuff that, like, happened in that program. Um, because, like, I wanted people to like me and I didn't want to rock the boat. I'm fucking crazy now and I don't give a shit. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and like... I don't know. I've matured a lot, and I've realized, like, Have also you? my my yes, <laughs> and, and honestly, like, my just my my worldview has been greatly expanded, and my perspective has been broadened. So I feel like it it's before it was a bigger risk because it was basically like my entire world, and now it fucking isn't. Yeah, so I mean, it, uh, well, it doesn't matter. That's something I really wanted to talk about. Like when you're in theater and you're like. In these performances, even if you're ensemble, like, that is all you do. Like, it's so hard to have friends or, like, do activities outside of that because you wake up in the morning, you go to school, you have, like, an hour to eat and, like, sit down before you go to, like, dance practice or, like, Sometimes not even. Yeah, and it's just, like, and then you go home, you do your homework, you sleep, you do it all again. So, like... Like, between the months of September and when did it end? Like, late November? November, Yeah. Late November? That's all you do? Yeah. And that, like... (laughs) Not (laughs) not to trivialize... It's almost trauma bonding in a sense. Well, not trauma bonding. But but it's like... like, Well, it's because they're the only people you're around. Like, you kind of have to almost just, like, out of proximity sake. Yeah. Um, Like, like, most of the people I was friends with, other than you and B, like... I, I don't talk to anymore. The only yeah. reason I talk to them is because, like, through you, even. Yeah. Um, And part of that is what we'll touch on. My senior year, I ended up getting the lead role in my musical. Um, and that resulted in, like, a very interesting social experience. Um, <laughs> In so many ways, but especially, like, I don't know. Some people in particular, like... here's the thing, right? I didn't do... A lot of these kids... Part of this is especially going to be from a small town perspective. If you don't live in a small town, it's... It might be different if you're a theater kid and you're listening to this. Or a former theater kid or whatever. Um... A lot of these kids, there's not a ton of community theaters around us, so a lot of these kids had been doing community theater since they were very young because their parents pushed them to. So a lot of kids, I think, almost held a sort of resentment towards the art form because they didn't really get a choice in whether they were involved in it in the first place. But that definitely wasn't the case for all of them. That's just something that I feel like is worth touching on. So a lot of kids did this in middle school. I was completely unfamiliar with it because I didn't join show... I didn't join choir until my freshman year. And I um, didn't join theater until my junior year of high school. we were both band kids until, like... Yeah. High school. Yeah. That's cringe. Little known fact about me, I was... I did band in middle school. I played the baritone. I played the clarinet. <laughs> Got a lot of Squidward jokes. It was fucking painful. Um, I wanted to... I don't know if I... The reason I... I played trumpet initially, and yeah. then I switched to baritone because I wanted to play tuba. <laughs> And I think part of that was me channeling my inner Larry the Cucumber. Jesus fucking Christ. Did you know? I don't know if I want to disclose this. You know, okay, so they made a VeggieTales movie about Jonah yes. and the whale. 
And so the person who played, the vegetable who played Jonah was Archibald the Asparagus, and I thought he was really hot as a kid. Oh, that guy. What's that line that you should- money is no object <laughs> and i was like as as like a as a five-year-old i was like that's hot and i think my ears are red <laughs> oh my god I'm embarrassed. how embarrassing oh by the way before we proceed any further today what we're drinking is i i'm we got duncan again we got we got duncan again um and i well, let got... me say mine first. okay okay i got <laughs> well, i start crying uh, oh my god I got a caramel. <laughs> I got a caramel latte with coconut flavor shots. Yes. I got my usual, which is uh, actually no, you didn't. Get well, your... okay, accidentally. I, I ordered my usual, yes. which is um, a medium iced latte with three mocha, three raspberry, and almond milk because I'm lactose intolerant, and they gave me blueberry. But that's okay. I'm yeah, still gonna drink it. It's kind of whack. It's I. It's it's. Not bad, just disappointing. But anyway, <laughs> back to what? Back to uh, Veggie Tales. Back to Archibald the Asparagus. About? He's hot, <laughs> and I mean that. And that's probably that's probably why I'm into like British men. Well, I think everybody British had... accents are also just kind of sexy. No, they're not. But... Oi, gov. All right, not that Whoa. fucking time. Okay, no. Whoa, oh, this is. I'm gonna get killed by British people now. <laughs> This is elitist, um, but, uh, like, the Queen's English. Like, when a guy speaks the Queen's English. Oh, so you don't care about poor people? (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't! (laughs) We might have to cut that out. No, maybe? Okay. find out I'll, I'll figure that out in post oh but, um, yeah so um anyways <laughs> feeder <laughs> um <coughs> jesus so yeah um i i got the lead in my senior musical um so anyways guys i got the lead so shut the fuck up um so it's right i was talking about how yeah i joined choir my freshman year and i joined theater my junior year that led to a lot of um vitriol directed at me especially by a lot of the other girls in my grade because they were all gunning for the same role and they were pissed off because I a lot of them just like here's the thing like a lot of the kids in this program like I I don't know how to explain to you how like horrendously immersive it is for me that led to me making a lot of good friends and that also led to me thinking that people were paying attention to me a lot more than they actually were um which isn't great kitchen's nodding um and it led to, like, um, almost, like, a heightened sense of a lot of people felt that they just mattered so much. And that sounds so cruel. Because, I mean, I mean here's the thing. Like, I'm not going to tell anyone that they're, like, unimportant or that they don't matter. But a lot of, especially a lot of the girls in my graduating class. And this, this it seemed to happen every other graduating class. Um the dynamic was so fucked up that they just, they would all pretend to be friends with each other and the guys, oh God, we're going to get there, but <laughs> we're going to get there. That, okay. Insane. The guys are like, that's a whole other can of worms. That's insane. Um, but yeah, they, they were, a lot of them were super pissed off. Um, I actually, I, I gained a lot of friends and I lost a lot of okay, friends. Okay. I want to, I want to stop right there. Go. Okay. So yeah. the thing is how you're saying that like a bunch of these girls like hated you because, Okay. You know, 
I don't want to, I'm going to, I'm not going to name any names, but <laughs> several of these girls who were in your graduating class got leads in either the musical yeah. or the play the year before. And I'm like, what is your problem? Shut up. Okay. Yeah. Part, partially that's because I'm angry that I didn't get a lead. Right. Okay. I'm, I wasn't a very good, I was an okay singer. I was like, I, like, I I couldn't sing harmony. <laughs> That's okay. And I sang as a soprano, but I was definitely a second soprano, and I think now I'm an alto, but not the point, not the point. I just wanted something. Yeah. Like, I would have liked a speaking role that was other than something in a song. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I hold a grudge against her both. I mean, yeah. Well, but like, okay. I think that's warranted. No, I think part of why I was so pissed off was because my senior show, a lot of the like speaking roles went to freshmen because, okay, yes. we did Matilda. Mm -hmm. And like, so a lot of the speaking roles went to freshmen and I was so fucking pissed. Like, why mm -hmm. would you do that? Like, you know, like surely our theater director knew that like, we wanted speaking roles, like, obviously, but she only cared about putting on a good show. Yes. But, like, you're in high school theater. Yeah. You teach high school theater. Like, and let the kids have fun. Right, and that's the thing. Everyone treated it as though they were destined for Broadway and that this was a professional theater company. Keep in mind, they're all children. They have no idea what the scope of their own abilities are. A lot of them were just not of that caliber, and that's okay. But um, a lot of them were so overly concerned with, like, trying to establish themselves. And it's like, God, this is just for fun. Like, this is high school theater. I cannot emphasize enough how much it doesn't matter like, I now. just well I just wanted to sing because right and I mean I did want attention because I we've established I like attention yeah that's because so <laughs> I think that's a normal human thing correct perhaps we need it more than a bit others because of our <laughs> childhood issues <laughs> we had a very long conversation about this like a week or two ago don't dab please uh, you can't hear it I yeah no you, you well, have they to, can hear the the ice edit in a, a vine boom when I dab I'm, I absolutely will not do uh, that okay. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ but yeah like it's just like our director I think kind of almost I love her played into the that mindset. Uh, you a know, lot. I here's the thing. I really liked her at the time cuz she talked to us like we were at people. Yes. But looking back, she didn't treat some of us very well. She Correct. definitely treated the center stage kids better. Yes. So, background here. Um so those two choirs, there was definitely a hierarchy. Yes. Um yeah, hierarchy, yeah. Nice. Um, and our choir director, definitely, our choir director and our theater director were two different people. Um, our choir director definitely prioritized the co-ed choir much more, and it was very interesting because it, what, part, well, <laughs> I would just want to no, go for butt it. in. Part of what really pissed me off was... In order to get into the co-ed choir, if you were a girl, you had to be very talented. Yes. Or be an alto. <laughs> yes. Yes, correct. And if you were a boy, you were just in. Yeah. And that, I think, is kind of what led to a lot of the guys' superiority complexes. Like, I, I definitely think there were some very talented um, guys in, oh, for sure. in that choir, but 
also there were some not so talented. Correct. There were some guys, to be honest, there was a point where we literally had a shortage of men because, and this is a phenomenon that is nationwide, right? A lot of guys don't really want to join choir theater because it's gay or it's too feminine or they don't want to be associated with it. It's embarrassing. Whatever. Um, that was also a phenomenon at our school because, as we said in the last episode, we live in a small town, very, like, uh, just... It's not exactly an incredibly progressive area by any means, and so there weren't a ton of guys that really were, like, itching to join. So there was a point where we were just at a shortage of guys, and, and there weren't enough guys to sustain, like, an entirely separate male choir and have that same sort of hierarchy where, like, the more talented guys get moved up to the co-ed choir and the perhaps less skilled uh men stayed in the lower choir that just wasn't a thing you audition you're getting in that's just how it works and, so and i think yeah. that contributed to a lot of them feeling as though they were better than they actually were and honestly just better than other people as a whole a lot of them really had some severe god complexes a lot of them treated people as though they owed them something yeah uh, that happened both in choir and in theater yes because if you were a guy and you auditioned for the show and there were enough speaking parts you probably got it. Yes. Like, I feel bad because, like, I feel like I'm downplaying the talent and, like, the effort that a lot of these people put into it. And, like, I f- a lot, there were talented people and there were people who worked hard, but it, it feels, I mean, that can't feel great because, like, if you're a guy and you get it, like, you've maybe that makes you feel like you didn't work hard enough for it like you didn't work hard for it i guess that's the thing though they're they're kind of used to that though not to not to sound like i'm very conscious of how i talk about this because i really don't want to sound like men get handed everything if you're a guy in theater like like because that's not the case right i think i think it's worth mentioning that like there are talented guys it's just systemically fucked up yeah it's the system is just inherently bad like you can't that's not to say that guys don't work hard. It's like, but it's, okay. I think it's important to acknowledge that uh, to, yeah, to acknowledge that they don't have to work as hard as a lot of the I women. I think do. it's. I think it's kind of how like I felt when. So at the end of the year, we each choir did a separate show. Yes, we did a show together, and then they did a separate show. And at the end of the new year show for the separate choirs, anyone would get a solo. Yes, and I auditioned. I think did I do it all? Both years I was in there. I think I, I think I did. And I auditioned, and I got it both years because that's what happened. And, like, it didn't it didn't feel like I had earned it as much, you know? Yes. So I wonder if that's, like, how they feel or if they don't even think about it like that. That's the thing. I don't know if they do simply because you were so accustomed to having to work harder. They never were. Oh, though. interesting. Yeah, that's why I think, like, it's just not something that... I think those, I think there were some guys who were more conscious of it, because I know there are a couple of guys who, um, like, expressed to me that they, they were kind of ashamed that they didn't have to work as hard as they should have, but there were other guys who just ate it up. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I guess it just depends on the person. Yeah, exactly. It just, it definitely does. I also, well, no, keep, continue. No, 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 go for it. I was gonna say, well, on the other, on the topic of scarcity of men. Yeah. That also oh. aided to the, um, I'm gonna call it the crush culture. God. <laughs> the drama. Oh my god. Surrounding I'm not, dating. Okay, listen. I am so guilty of this. I was fucking 
boy crazy. I was like, give me that man. Let's call it what it was. You were horny. <laughs> was I? Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> but also, I just <laughs> want I just wanted someone to love me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're married. Like, give me all. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just wanted someone to love me, and yes. I wanted to fuck. Right. That's, okay. That's like, proximity. Well, here's the thing. You're around the same people all the time, and keep in mind, there aren't that many guys. Yeah, there aren't so that many you're guys. you're around the same guys almost 24-7, three months okay. out of the year. I actually want to say some. This this is a phenomenon I think I pointed out. When you, we went on several trips, um, like, to show choir workshops. Yeah. And we all stayed in a hotel together, and we would all hang out and eat meals together all the fucking time. Yep. And I, I don't wanna, uh, <laughs> you. Worst case, I bleep it. We would all get crushes on the exact same guy. Yes. I don't. At the same time. I, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna, no, I'm not gonna dox him, but he <laughs> turned out to be a rapist. He was, like, moderately attractive, and he talked to us. And so we would all get crushes on him. Yes. Because, to be fair, he was kind of bullied. Not bullied. He was, was kind of... He? He I didn't know him that He well. was kind of ostracized from a lot of the guys, so he, he would hang out with the girls, and all the right. girls were like, oh my god, he loves me. Yeah. I want to date him. And then as soon as he went home, that would go away yes. completely, and it Correct. was so fucking well, oh, you can see where I clap. <laughs> yes. It's okay. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like this, I think this specific climate created, it paved the way. There's a reason why so many manipulative people are drawn to the world of theater, high school, college, and beyond. Because it is the prime environment for you to play the game. Um, but yeah, he ended up leaving the school. Um... I remember my senior year in the beginning of the, mm, not the beginning of the school year. Uh, my birthday's in February and I turned 18 and, uh, not long after I joined like dating apps, Bumble, whatever. I was bored. I didn't, I've only ever had, I, I yes. just remembered. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I had never had a boyfriend before at this point, um, or a girlfriend. I, I never dated anybody. Um, and I, it was in like April and I was swiping and he came up. And I swiped left on him, and it notified me that I missed a match. Oh, my God. Which is insane. Um, But, yeah, that's just one of the examples of, like, how fucking crazy shit got. And um, I I think that was probably one of the worst things. Definitely, like, one of, if not the worst, to be honest. Um, It was insane. But, um, yeah, it's like, like, we were all just... It's so concentrated. Like, like you're around the same 30 people most months out of the year. And, like, my senior year, because of COVID, the musical didn't go on for three months. It went on for eight. <laughs> oh, yeah. That must have been insane. <laughs> it was insane. Being around the same 30 people for three months is a mindfuck. From November to July, because they move, normally the musical, like I said, auditions are at the very beginning of the school year, and then the musical goes up in late November. Um... What ended up happening was we did auditions when the musical would normally go up. So we did them in late November. And then the show actually went up in, like, the last couple of weeks of July. And we did two weekends instead of one. It's sort of like a reward for, you know, having to wait that long. It's like a um, reward. It's like a reward. Um, and it was it was very interesting because um, 
people would get sick of each other on and off. And keep in mind, we're doing other show choir shows interspersed between the <laughs> rehearsals of this. So, like, uh, in the beginning, um, it would be, like, four le- the four leads would rehearse for, like, a few months. And then um, we kind of started doing ensemble rehearsals. But then our main show choir show that we did um, with the two choirs combined, the big one called A Pops Show, the- those are all over the country. I feel like that's not hyper-specific. Yeah. And um, that went up. So we had to, like put a hiatus on the musical rehearsals, but you're still spending the same time, the, the, or you're what? You're still spending your time with the same, like, 30 to 50 people, depending on how many people were in the choir or theater program each year. And then rehearsals resumed again after the show. And when you do a show, like, you're so fed up with everybody, so having to continue doing rehearsals, it evolved into a really um, toxic culture. <laughs> I mean, the culture was toxic anyway. You know what? I, I, I just thought of this. Yeah. Neither of us experienced this because... We were, well, I guess not for one year for you, but was it, I guess you would know, was it alienating to be in the show choir, but not in the musical? Because I feel like, yeah, because I feel like definitely for the kids who are in the musical and not show choir, I feel like that would probably be even worse. Yeah, because everyone knows each other. Yeah. It, It was very interesting because, um... They kind of, um, like, expected me to do it. And then when I didn't do it, because I was, like, I was really nervous, right? This was when I still struggled with, like, stage fright to the max. Yeah, well, dude, I... <laughs> my the, still the first musical, uh, like, the day I was supposed to audition for the f- first musical I was in, I cried in geometry class. I was, like, sitting in the back shaking. <laughs> Why don't I remember this? Probably, I... Because it was very early in the year, probably before we even started. Oh, talking. yeah, that was probably before we yeah, were yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, for Hello, oh, shit. Hello Dolly. I was, like, yeah. shaking in the back crying. Yeah. <gasps> for every single musical audition, I was the last person to audition. Ooh. Well, actually, senior year, oh, I was the God. second to last person to audition. God, but, man. like, I was, like... Yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> I no, you're fine. Went off. Yeah. You're our, literally fine. Our, That's the point our, of this podcast. Our theater director was, like... I feel like the past two years, it's been one person who's auditioned less, and I was like, I was one of two people sta- <laughs> sitting there, and I was like, yeah, that was me. Tis me. Yeah. Tis I. And I was like, kind of embarrassed, but also I was like, mm, she remembered. <laughs> well, Maybe she'll cast me, and then she didn't. <laughs> um, It was interesting because, like, my freshman year, I, I remember they all did, like, choir and theater in middle school, and I didn't, so I didn't even mm-hmm. know that auditions were happening until it was too fucking late uh, so that was part of it but freshman year honestly it didn't really matter sophomore year was when i really started to feel it because that was when i got put into the all girls show choir and a lot of them were doing like they cross over quite frequently if you go to a school or went to a school with crossover show choir and episode theater, <laughs> then you know this right um so yeah it was it was a bit lonely i kind of felt like i wasn't a part of something but at the same time this was also before i really started to come out of my shell and really make friends that were in this like world this was before because choir and theater you got to understand is like where i found my people right i didn't have a lot of friends before this and i i've mentioned this to like the people that know me i've i've said this to them before i really didn't have a ton of friends in elementary middle school um my freshman year of high school i didn't really either i basically had like one or two and like quality over quantity don't get me wrong but um i think the people who've experienced this can can validate that like it's very alienating to not have a friend group or only really feel like you have one or two people 
by your side consistently and maybe not even consistently it was very alienating I was very sad I was a very sad little child I was very shy I was I I had not yet come out of my shell um I in hindsight I keep saying like I went from introverted to extroverted I didn't what happened was I was extroverted and felt ashamed of it because I had no way to like express that right oh, I didn't I didn't know how to be yeah I didn't know how to be extroverted and I, and I knew that because I was always very like funny funny but like like I was always very um like my, my if you would ask my mom how to describe me she would have described me the same way my friends describe me now but back then if you would ask the people at school they would have described me as like quiet and kind of a fly on the wall but I was I just was like a you know smart kid like answered all the questions whatever um in class and stuff so but yeah that was prior to like me discovering my niche discovering where I fit in and discovering how to make friends so it bothered me but not to the extent that I think it would have bothered me now your character development is so generic. <laughs> you were the quiet nerd that went to the flamboyant. God, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was mean of me. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's oh funny god. and true. Like it really was, though. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, very That's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, it's very I interesting. And I, I'm thankful for. It's it's interesting for me to talk about the negative sides of theater because I experienced so many positives from it but at the same time I can't let that detract yeah. from the fact that it was a very fucked up environment that did fucked yeah. up things to people I just I, w I was asking you about that because like I remember I didn't do a lot of just like the plays I mostly did like the m musicals yeah I remember seeing the kids who were in the plays and being so jealous yeah I was like I wish I was in that friend group. But even when I was, like, in the musical or in the play, I, like, I wasn't part of those friend groups, so I don't know why I thought being in those shows would make me... I was just very lonely. That's okay. Well, and that's the thing. is like, I wanted to be friends with those people, too, knowing that they were shitty people. But yeah. sometimes you just want to be a part of something so bad that you almost don't care what happens yeah. to get it. And I think part of the problem was it was such a small circle that yes. you had a very limited pool of people to choose yes, from as exactly. friends. And a lot of them weren't good people. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them weren't good people. Um, I think, well, I think some of them were good people who were very misguided. Yes. Yeah. Maybe not bad people, but very um and some, yeah yeah and uneducated like, and some of the older kids i like really looked up to and really like wanted to like like be friends with like mm. they were mean to me yeah um yes a lot of people really felt like they got a free pass to just treat people however they wanted and here's the thing it was never the people who like um I don't want to say her name but there's a girl my sophomore my sophomore year your junior year who got the lead in the musical curtains fantastic uh-huh oh fantastic yeah. amazing and i love her I love she's her incredible so much. she's incredible she's, she's doing amazing she's so things sweet. she's going to one of the top 10 musical theater schools in the in the nation right now like i she she didn't talk to me very much but when she did talk to me she was like very genuine yes she's very genuine and very down to earth it's never the people who are incredibly talented that it's the people who are just almost it's to that level. It's always the people that are compensating. Yes, exactly. It's it's always the people that are almost to that level, but not quite. And they feel like they they like they know how close they are, and they feel like in order to get there, they just need to give themselves a little edge, and that happens to be stomping well, on people. Actually, I'm thinking about it. There was this one guy. It was 
my sophomore year, he was a senior, so it would have been yeah. your freshman year. Yeah. Um, we, like, he was in the higher-up concert. He was in the co-ed, co-ed choir. Yeah. I was in the all-girls choir. So, Pops is the show that we both do together. We did that show. And then the next summer, after he had graduated, and it was the summer in between my sophomore and junior year, we were in a community choir show together. And at one point, we were supposed to be, like, dance partners for, like, a dance break or something. And the director was like, oh, go be with Kristen. And he was like, who? Fuck you, you (laughs) piece of shit. You don't even know my name. We were in a whole show together. Who was it? And he was a fantastic singer. He got, like, he got a perfect score at, like, several solo ensembles. And he fucking couldn't remember my goddamn name. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I I think, I think, um, the girl we were talking about is very unique in that yes. she was so talented and so nice. Yes. And some people, I will say, some people do have a different account of her. But I, my, personally, my mom, I my mom did costuming, and she said that she like had a freak out or something. I, I, I don't know. Whenever I've talked to her, she was amazing. Yeah. But like, I don't know if there was like an issue with costuming, and she was just like panicking. Right. I mean, she could have just been really like stressed. Everyone yeah. has bad days. Um. And I will note that a lot of like the criticism came from the other girls in her grade. Oh. Because, I didn't know that. Yes. Um. I've had Who? several of the girls. Oh. <laughs> uh, just oh, one of them. She though. had some fucking. Issues. Oh, she had some fucking issues. But yeah, she. I mean, there were several girls in her grade that like privately expressed to me. But it, I. It absolutely one hundred percent stems from jealousy. Yeah. Well. Because, God forbid, someone be talented and kind-hearted, right? Yeah. That's like, impossible for them to uh, fathom, and I think that's so interesting. Like, she, like, we, like, I've seen her, like, outside of school after we both graduated. There is no reason she would pretend to be nice to me yeah. if she wasn't just genuinely nice, right. you know? Right, I, I mean, hope we... she listens to this. <laughs> me too, honestly. She's um, so sweet. She's very nice. Um, I hope she knows it's her. <laughs> Sarah, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> but, um, and that's the thing. You know what's so fucked up? What? People who don't even know her kiss her ass. Isn't that so interesting? I mean, I don't, to be fair, I don't know her very well, but she talked to me, like, one-on-one a couple times, and I was like, she's fucking nice. Yeah, but that's the thing. I, I think it's very interesting. When when people come across someone who is genuinely talented and of that caliber and is also kind-hearted, they gain, okay, I think this is a very interesting way to segue into the social hierarchy of the thing. Um... It's so interesting that the immediate, I hate this word, the immediate social clout that you get (laughs) when you are cast as, like, a lead role in a musical is fucking insane. Why is that a thing? That shouldn't be a thing, but it's because people think that because the director saw you as worthy that suddenly you are God. Like, it's high school. It's 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 high high school school and it doesn't matter. People idolized her. It was, it was fucking painful to watch and there are kids in grades below me who were never even in a musical with her and sometimes my director i know calls her back to help out with producing shows or like maybe like um like like yeah like basically help with like either choreography or acting or singing like literally so many things because again she's very talented and and she's a genuine triple threat and people that are in grades below me that again never worked with her never even went to high school with her were never in a production with her are like oh my god how are you doing we love you so much you're so cool i can't believe i'm in a room with you 
It's, Why are you doing that? It's because they saw her. <laughs> Did you ever see that? This is going to be so embarrassing for her. But there was this... She won some sort of contest in, like, middle school, I think. And she got to sing the, um... It was, like, the the jingle for, like, a window oh. commercial. And it was, it was so... It was really cute. But it was also <laughs> very funny. It, even, like, seeing her, like, growth as a performer. Yeah. But she was... She was... She always kind of had, like, the star energy. And it yes. was really cool to see, actually. But it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. That. That's pretty fucking funny. But, yeah, it's, very, it's just very interesting. Because, like, she still... Even after you exit, you still have that weird social clout. And here's the thing. Not to get, like, self-absorbed. I didn't experience that. (laughs) Very interesting exclusive club. But, um, sometimes... And here's the thing. I... I... Being a lead in the musical was a mind fuck. And here's why. People immediately... I briefly touched on this earlier. Wanted to be friends with me. En masse. I was basically an... Okay, this is how I perceived myself. Maybe this isn't how other people perceive me. That this is definitely how I felt about, like, my social standing, right? Which, by the way, what a phrase. This makes it sound like mean girls. But it kind of was. Mean girls crossed with glee. Um. (laughs) Wait. Um, That's just what glee is. I feel like. I mean, kind of. But I feel like there was a much more, like, I don't know. I've never never watched Glee. I've never seen Glee. I can't verify that. But, um. It was very interesting because people kind of flocked to me en masse. I basically felt like overnight I went from a sort of like, eh, she's cool, she's nice, whatever, to people crawling all over me. It was very interesting. And, I mean, people were suddenly nicer to me than they had ever been. And people suddenly wanted to hang out with me and talk to me and were complimenting me and telling me I looked pretty and telling me I was talented and telling me I was cool. That was like a drug. It was very validating because I had never had that before. And it it was very interesting because it was, it made me so happy. And then it didn't anymore because I realized why they were doing it. And there are some people that I'm still friends with who, um, this is just how we became friends. I mean, inevitably, you, I did make friends. Um, a lot more people were approaching me trying to become friends with me. Um, but it also sort of damaged my perception of people because now and and this is also part of partly due to my last relationship but um i kind of automatically assume like when people approach me trying to be friends with me it's like okay what do you want from me like what are you seeking to gain from this and i didn't have that mindset beforehand i mean to be fair my self-esteem was piss poor and i just assumed that no one wanted to be friends with me because i was a terrible person and i'm boring Eh!" like i had i i hated myself but you know what i realized i I used to, like, bake... We had this thing called seminar, and you would, like, be able to, like, go to other teachers and, like, talk to them. Or what choir kids did is we all went to the choir room yes. at choir time. Yes. Um, and I baked cookies ev- for every seminar, and I realize now that's because I wanted people to like me yes. so desperately. Yeah. Well, in that environment, you'll do anything for people to like you. Yeah. That's... Truly. Um... And it was very interesting, and part of why I think those girls were so jealous, those girls that were in my graduating class that I mentioned earlier, they were cast as, keep in mind, we were all cast as, like, varying degrees of leads, right? I was, like... You were, like, the main lead, yeah. and they were, like... Which I still hate saying that, because I feel like saying it makes me sound like such a dick, but it's just an objective are. fact. Like, it's just an objective oh, fact. Oh, I, I said you are. Oh. <laughs> you are a dick. You are a bitch, no, and I hate I, you. I, 
I meant to say you were the yeah, main lead. Right. I shouldn't be ashamed of saying that or, like, try to downplay that. It's just that is what it is. Like, there's no other way to phrase that. And they were considered, like, secondary leads. They played my friends in the show and every single one of them quit the show. And I don't know why to this day. I don't care to know. I was friends with a lot of them LOL. and I don't give a fuck about any of them anymore. Um, but, um, it's, it's very interesting because... A lot of them, I think, had been trying for so long to, A, get the faculty to like them, and B, to get everyone else socially to like them, and then I just acquired that, and I had spent ha less than half of the time that they had trying to get it, and I think that irked them to their core, to their cores in, in such a way that they couldn't do anything but quit. I think it almost felt like rubbing salt and lemon juice into the wound every single time that they had to interact with me and perform with me. Which is very interesting. To be fair, I could be completely making the wrong assumption, and maybe it was just because they didn't like me. Well, but... to be fair, I can speak on the part of one of those girls. Um, I was, like, in, like, a, a, a trio with the boy we talked about earlier. Yeah. And one, the, one of those girls. Yeah, yeah, and I she, forgot about this. I, like, she was a nice person. I was friends with her my junior, my junior year, her senior year. And then she got into the co-ed choir, yes. and she just changed as a person. Yeah. I think she started to feel like she was entitled yes. to a lot more things. She also, her junior year, she also got cast as a lead in the play. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so I think she started to feel a lot more entitled, and she felt like she didn't have to be as kind to people anymore. Yeah, and that sucks that, like, people like that, their main motivation for being nice to people is to get what they want. And then when they do get what they want, the mask falls off. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> it's so interesting to me. Um, it's, I, you know, I've never really picked it apart like this. This is really interesting. It's very interesting. Well, and it's just, like, it's so interesting, like, the social psychology of it all. It's fucking crazy. And then her family moved to Spain. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um but yeah it's it's fucking insane and it's it was very like i went from i i experienced like a really severe bout of like depression after that show ended that i was the lead in because i went from talking to all these people every day and feeling like i had so many friends to realizing that now that the show was over none of them really cared to I was, contact I was me. about to say, was it because of that? Or, well, I think it might have been a combination. And of part things. of it was just And that also, also because you're an extrovert, I yes. forget. Yes, Dude, I am extremely an extrovert. I, I am incredibly an introvert because <laughs> now that I, I, I started doing a different position at work and I have to, like, talk to people, uh -huh. I am so much more drained yeah. after a day of work now than when I was just back in the kitchen. It's mm. exhausting. Yeah. So Whereas, like, I thrive off that yeah, shit. I am, <laughs> I am such an introvert. It's crazy. It's allowed. Um, but, yeah, like, the social hierarchy, it's just when you get a lead, people... And, and, and here's the thing. No, here's what's fucked up. Nine times out of ten, I knew people were kissing my ass, especially in the grades below me. Below, bleh, below me, but I didn't care because they were interacting with me, so I chose to ignore it. Like it's, but I knew. It, well, but it's positive attention. Yes, and like, like, I I can't think of a single person who would say no to like positive attention yeah. and like praise. And I was also seventeen, eighteen at yeah. the time. I didn't really have like the the self-awareness to recognize that kind of I was feeding into it. What are you going to do? Be like, no. Right. No, I, don't I can tell. Don't talk to me. Because that right. would have gotten you labeled as a, like, a, a bitch. bitch. Well, like, yeah, because that would have been a bitchy thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I guess I really couldn't have been like, I, think, I know you just want clout. 
I think the only ah. I think the only way you could have really I not even prevented like like lessened the impact that would have on you is maybe to keep that thought in the forefront of your mind like these people might yeah. be just talking to me because they think I'm cool and not because like I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there would have been any good way to, like, be like, no, don't talk right, to me. Right, there really wouldn't like, have been. Yeah. But um, I think that's, once again, a problem with the culture yes. of, of the high school theater. Yeah, this is insane. I wonder if it's just, our, what if it's just our theater program? Like, that's <laughs> it's like fucked that. up and everyone else listening yeah. to this is and like, what the hell? They're like, you guys were like... <laughs> fucked Extraordinarily up. fucked up. Yeah, it's like I mean, part of it was also the adults around us that fed into it. Yeah, like the choir, encouraged it. The even. choir director, uh, choir di- director especially, yeah. and the theater director to a certain extent. Yes, incredibly so. Oh. It's so interesting how people like it's just the social hierarchy is insane. If you were, especially if you were a talented guy, holy shit. You could do no wrong. You would get your dick sucked by everyone. And yes. I mean that literally. Yes, literally. Um, <laughs> you, um, it, I think about some of those boys. They could have fucked every single girl in that choir, and the girls would still be falling head over yes. heels for them. Yes. Me included. Right. <laughs> right? Well, only um, some of them. But. Right. But yeah, like, yeah, it was just, it's so, especially if you were a, a talented and attractive human being, people would trip over themselves to talk to you, even if you were a bad fucking person. Very interesting. Well, I mean... And I mean, that's true of most society. Yeah, I but, was gonna say, like, but when you're in choir and this is your only fucking, it's like. Right, it's your life. You're, you're in an echo chamber of, yes. this guy's hot, like, I gotta talk to him. Yes, echo chamber is such a perfect phrase for it. Thanks. It's insane. Everyone, you don't get any outside perspective. Everything seems so magnified while you're in it because you have no one else on the outside makes it sound like a gang, um, telling you, hey, why does this matter to you so much? Hey, isn't this guy a fucked up person? Why do you care well, I mean, about him? Even hey. if, I feel like even if you did have, like, friends outside of choir, they're not gonna say that to you. Right, because they don't, like, they're, they're not involved they, in They it. probably don't, like, grasp, like, how no. fucked up it no, is. No, probably not. And it's so interesting, like, you just, you're there for 12 hours a day, months out of the year not just during the musical but during rehearsals during class like you literally see these people every single day for nine months and the people that you become friends with you hang out with them during the summer you never truly escape from it until you graduate it is your life for even four now years. i haven't escaped you no <laughs> i think well, you're welcome i mean well to be honest i was gonna say the only friends that i have from high school i met in the choir program I only had friends on the choir program, so I feel like that doesn't really count. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, and that's true of me, too, though. Because, I, I mean, it's just, it's bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's... You don't really have many opportunities to get friends elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, we were worked to exhaustion. Yeah, it was kind of insane. Um, uh, I... And that's I, not atypical, I think but... Of, well, but I think about how, like, sleep-deprived I was mm-hmm. as a child who... Yeah had homework and school yeah. five out of seven days of the week, that, like, that should be illegal. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even, like, I, I'm going into this, right? Clearly, I love something about it enough. I mean, I, I know exactly what that is, but that's, I think, a rant for another day. Um, It's um very interesting, like, because in 
college, I mean, college level theater, here's the thing, like, I left my program, it was kind of a shit show, so I don't think that is, uh... Dox them. <laughs> I will not dox them. Um, but, but, um, I'm not gonna reference it to that, but I've learned a lot about specifically the professional world of musical theater, having begun to pursue an education in it, and it is insane how, like, worked to the bone we were in high school, in professional, on Broadway, that would never fly you get mandated i was so shocked and we didn't even get paid no we didn't even get paid we were doing this shit for free we were doing uh, it for fun this honestly, was a lot we... of us were paying <laughs> oh my god yeah we were but you know what that's another like oh my god I mean, they gotta pay for it somehow but... well yeah no but i'm saying like the extra that's kind of classist i'm thinking about yeah. like no i'm thinking about like the extra trips we did that you went on if you were cool and i'm putting cool in quotation marks like um like the show choir summer workshop that we went to new or york. new york like theater camps like during the school year that stuff costs like a lot of a money. lot of money and like you if you went on those like if you didn't go on them, then you weren't cool. You weren't devoted enough. But, like, they were expensive. And, yeah. like, not everyone could pay for that. And that's... I'm realizing I just had an epiphany. No, yeah. I've written a paper about this once. Oh, that's um, intriguing. I wrote a... I took a Composition 2 class last year. Um, and one of our one of our papers, we had to, like, sort of propose, like, um, an idea to help. Like, an... Un, I, some, I, I don't remember what the exact criteria of the assignment is. But basically, I wrote a paper on, like... Uh, actually, no, it was for my honors college class. Never mind. It was basically, like, um, a, a program or, like, a business model sort of approach to benefit a community. And I basically came up with this theoretical program to allow kids to join theater and choir that otherwise didn't have the financial ability to do so. It wouldn't ever be able to be executed in I real mean, life. I that's kind of... That was kind of a thing, like, even the class cost money. But yes. there was kind of something like that for the for the class at least yeah like um, um but yeah it's it's um it's actually like a, a genuine phenomenon it costs so much money to be involved in these productions and a lot of kids like just straight up who have the passion for it can't afford to because if you want to really get good you have to do voice lessons acting classes mm -hmm. dance classes you have to pay production fees to be involved at the high even at the high school level university costs so much money um university university um i don't know why i say that i've always lived in america <laughs> um weird uh but it, it costs a lot of money and there are a lot of kids who genuinely just like across the country can't afford to get involved yeah i i think we were both very lucky in this case that we were fortunate enough to be able to do all this stuff yeah yeah but like i, I even still i never could go on like i went once but i didn't go any other times and i never went on the new york trip yeah um, i I should rephrase that. I was fortunate <laughs> enough to be able to do... Well, did I pay... I think I paid for the New York trip by myself, Hell actually. Yeah. That's a boss um, move. Yeah, that was where I fell in love. <laughs> did I ever tell you about that? No. Oh my god, there's this one girl... Yes! Yes, yeah. you did tell me about this! Yeah. You did tell me about we... this! We... <sighs> that was the most romantic week of my life, dude. <laughs> I'm married. <laughs> You're married. No, I, That's worth I dream about this. No, it was really weird. Like, we just like hung out for the entire week. We mm -hmm. fucking held hands. I thought she was straight the whole time. God. Um, I, but I was like, do I like her? And then, but then one, like my best friend at the time was like, I think she's straight. And I was like, I don't have a chance. And who was but, that? What? Who, who, who told you? 
<laughs> That's not fucking shocking. She was a homophobic bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she probably wa- d- knew otherwise and was ashamed to say it. Yeah, I'm... <sighs> Why did so many homophobic people do choir I don't theater? know. Why? I... <laughs> you know, I would have rather she was just, like, outright homophobic rather than right. just, like quietly resenting that part of me don't i'm not homophobic but i would never date a bisexual she literally like (laughs) what i was like and i was we were in a car together alone and i was like uh, i was like okay i didn't know what to say like that 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 was so fucked up i can't she said a lot of fucked up shit actually yeah and we got we got an i think the only time we ever really fought well we fought a couple times she was so guilt trippy. Yeah. I, 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 I was kind of like, I wasn't the best person. I was kind of shitty. But the two times we fought, she was just like, she was like, I, I, I can't talk to you right now. Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. But like, it made me feel really horrible. And I was like, you fought with me too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I would always come fucking crawling back to her. I would like beg for forgiveness. Yeah. Because well, like people like that. Well, and operate. she was, cause she was like one of my only friends and i was like i I was so scared of like losing her as a friend i was like i i was like i'm so sorry (laughs) like you're right i shouldn't have fought with you like Mm -hmm. what the fuck yeah well i'm like i had friends who did that i mean you remember i'm just gonna bleep it out you remember julia salati well yeah i mean well fuck she was crazy at the end oh she was insane watching Um, watching some of these kids like grow up in the choir program was watching like them going to their joker face yeah <laughs> terrifying honestly. fucking insane um there there were comments about like my weight there were comments about my appearance there okay, were comments but, about my ability we, but okay but comments about weight were commonplace because our choir director constantly yeah made <laughs> comments about like girls being thinner yes. like because because like costuming was a thing we had to have different outfits mm-hmm. and she would always be like now we don't have enough costumes for the bigger girls so make sure to lose weight that was an yeah. over exaggeration no but barely i uh, barely yeah well and i remember like um for those who don't know i maybe this is personal but so is this entire fucking episode in the last one so i really don't give a shit uh cope but um i have had plastic surgery and that is a bit of a sensationalist way to phrase it um basically i've had a reduction on them titties on them titties yeah i i just it i was in a lot of pain i was really insecure i was unable to find clothes that fit me it was literally the best thing i've ever done for myself and i would do it again in a heartbeat if i ever had to um but it's it was very interesting um my director in particular um would comment on that on occasion there was one time where i missed a fitting for some reason and i had to come in and she kind of helped me fit and like get get fitted she i don't know i don't don't know if it really matters whether she was qualified to do that because she still shouldn't have said this but basically she ended up saying she basically commented that i was well endowed and basically implied that um i should get rid of it and it it was kind of insane to like have an adult really tell you that she okay she was genuinely crazy yes i mean that she said so maybe she wasn't just crazy so much as she was a terrible person she said so much racist homophobic like it was fat phobic shit it was crazy like one time we have this um i mean we had a friend who was <laughs> he was half um asian was he japanese yes he was half japanese 
and he's lived in America his entire life. Yeah. And he said, like, he was talking in the hallway, he said fuck or something, <laughs> and our choir director was like, now, I know English isn't your first language. And it was like, what? We were, every, <laughs> it I, definitely was. Everybody fucking stopped talking. Yeah, I don't even think, I'm, I'm talking, I don't think I was even there. <laughs> oh, I was there. I'm, I'm talking like I remember. It was, but you, I think you told me about that, actually. Yeah. We and all just like, looked at each other like, what, what the fuck did she just say? What the fuck is wrong? Is and keep in mind, we are, we live in a very white area. Yes. This um, is true. There were literally, like, in, in my entire four years there, I think I came across approximately four students of color who joined the program. Who joined the program. I think there were, like, maybe six in the entire school. Uh, no, I mean... Not that, honestly, you're probably not far off. I, I looked at the statistic once, and our school was literally like either 96 or 98 percent white. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, that's not an exaggeration. No, I, I, I <laughs> am not surprised. Um, yeah, the parking lot was either all jeeps or it was <laughs> yeah. it was it was all jeeps or dirty old pickup trucks. Yeah, me included. Or, I drove a dirty old yeah. pickup truck. Oh God, I miss her. I don't. <laughs> she was a pain in the ass to drive. <laughs> Um, there were also, like, some Mini Coopers, some Range Rovers, you know. There were, there were kids who you would see them learning how to drive, and they'd be driving, like, a Land Rover, and it's like, holy fuck. Um, it, they're, it's very weird. You have a very, a lot of times I feel like most people are on one side of the scale when it comes to, like, how much money they have. Yes. Like, I, it, it, it's crazy to, like, see, but, like, you saw it a lot in that school. Yeah. It was very divided between, like, the kids who had a lot of money and the kids who didn't. Yeah. Very divided. Um, but, um, oh, fuck. Hold on. I had a thought. Oh, shit. Hold on. I had a thought, and it was such a good fucking think, thought. Think, Ansley, too. Think. Oh, let oh. me shake you around. Shake the oh, thought out no. of Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. We were talking about... Um, that comment, Give we it were talking up. about how, oh my god, I know what I was going to talk about. She was very oddly homophobic, despite the fact that she came into contact with LGBTQ children on a regular basis. Yeah, the gayest part of the school, probably. Quite literally. Um, and I remember, there are a couple instances that I could talk about, but there was one in particular that was incredibly fucked up. It was the end of my senior year. We were doing, um, the senior showcase show that Kitchen mentioned earlier, where, like, you, everyone got a solo if they wanted one, and one of this, one of, one of the kids, <gasps> oh my god, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, one of the kids wanted to do a song from Everybody's Talking About Jamie, and it's basically got a lyric in it that says something about him coming out, but it's it's not even intended in that manner. I mean, everybody's talking about Jamie is, like, centered around that, I believe. I don't know the show well enough, so I might be wrong. But, basically, the kid, um, was gay and open about it. Um, is. He's not dead. Or straight. He will be. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> but, um, he's, he's, he, he just wanted to do the song. There was literally nothing wrong with it content-wise. And my director turned him down because it was a quote-unquote family show. And she no, didn't wanna... I thought... It was the, our accompanying, our accompanying. Well, I'm getting there. Oh, Don't worry. Shit. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, she basically turned him down because she said that it was a family show and she didn't want children to have to listen to that. And it was one really offhanded lyric. Half the people in the audience probably wouldn't even catch what it really meant. Um, I don't even know if it really meant what it, anyway, it was a very much a non-issue, right? Um, because again, it's theater. There's a really high concentration of gay kids. Anyone who's going to be in attendance in the show 
probably knows that. It's not like my mother would have been a gas. <laughs> Gay people Whoa. in theater. They're real. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, um, you got one for a kid. But I, I think my director also partially assumed that a lot of people that for some reason this would attract a very large audience, and it and it, it, it didn't. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. It was everyone's family. Right. It was literally everyone's what families. What the fuck and are friends. you talking about? Right. Um. But yeah, she basically told him that he couldn't do it, and he was like, "Well, uh, I'm gonna do it anyway." And uh, my accompanist, my our accompanist, basically said that if that he needed to pick another song, and that um, if he tried to pull anything, that she would walk off stage and stop playing. That's fucking crazy. LOL. Um, I love old people. And then we did it anyway. <laughs> and what we did was we all snuck pride pins into our costumes and then pinned them on during the blackout prior to the number. Oh my god. I so didn't angry. know that. Yeah, we did. We oh all put god. on pride pins. We all had them on. Um, There was a choreography that he did. Honestly, it was great. It was one of the greatest things I've, I've ever done just because I finally felt like I was doing something. Because remember, I was. This is the time in my life where I was. um. Prior to my last relationship, prior to, like, a lot of my character development, especially through the course of my freshman year of college, I was very much afraid to prior stand to, up to people, stand up for what I believed in. Prior so to was, your lore. Yeah, right? <laughs> my my mental illness? No, I was very ill then, too, but... Oh, um, well. But, yeah, it was, uh... It, it was great. That was kind of, um, one of the first times I actually, like, made a statement and, like, potentially really pissed off people that, uh, I cared about. And honestly, it wasn't even that much of a statement, but I guess I did still have the musical to do, so. Um. Oh, that's, I, I was gonna say something I couldn't remember. I asked him to get me weed one time. <laughs> I mean, I got I drunk like, at this barn once. I was like, who would know where to get weed? And I was like, Oh. I mean, I um asked him who his plug was once for alcohol, oh. so that's that's where I got. Uh, oh yeah, I that's where I that. that's how I supplied the last rager. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was um, that was it was great. It it was great to finally like feel like I was um, not just adhering to the status quo. <laughs> um, we should but yeah, wrap up this probably, episode here. Probably yeah, but yeah, <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, I feel like we talked about insane. everything we wanted to. Yeah, I do too. Um. We could probably tell more stories. There are so many. There there are probably a lot more. There's hours of content to mine I could, here. I could talk about every single person I ever had a crush. That might be, that might expose me too much. I don't know about I that. still think it's so funny that you made a presentation of everyone you've had a crush <laughs> on and you divided it into a pie chart based on hair color. That's because. That's funny well, as fuck. Well, actually, well, that's because I, you know, I'm not going to divulge that, actually. Okay. <laughs> right, well, I was going to say, I had an unusually large amount of crushes on redheads in <laughs> proportion to how many there are in, um, in, like, America. And now you're a redhead. Oh, no! Wink. You're a married woman. I was gonna say not for long, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not Ned Fulmer. <laughs> I would never. That. Holy shit. How topical. How topical. <laughs> Oh, oh no, we're gonna date the episode. Oh! I don't understand why people on, like, shows and stuff worry about dating episodes. I, yeah, I really don't know why. That's really odd. Like, who gives a shit if it takes you two or three weeks to edit and yeah. it's, like, not technically relevant anymore? Like, who gives a shit? Um, but yeah, I guess to conclude, like, if, if you're listening to this and you're still in that program and you, I, and I'm still friends with you, um... 
I love you, and I hope that the politics of the program don't deter you from doing this with your life, if that's really what you want to do. I have one person in mind specifically when I say that. I mean, to Because be I know he's really debating. Well, he's also a senior, and this is his last year. Correct. Um, and if you're still in the program, and you talked to me during my senior year, and you don't talk to me anymore, I hope you stop using people for clout. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I, I, it feels good to fucking say it. Um... Yeah, I think um, lessons to be learned from this. Don't use people to your advantage. Don't give people the free, free pass just because you think they're hot or you think they're good at what they do. Um, because that can be true and they can also be bad people. And we if shouldn't. you're you should reply to my Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> and also go to therapy. Jesus Christ. Leave his name out, but it'll be funny. He'll know it's for him. Oh, I, I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, do you have any closing points? Um, I now that I've gotten that out of my system. So. You know what? I'm still really upset that I didn't get a lead my senior year, and I think that's gonna haunt me until I die, so thanks for that. I think that that is valid. No, I, it's really not. I don't know why I'm so upset about it. Um, but. I mean, here's the thing, like, I think it was just such a formative part of my high school yeah. years. but Well, and it's something that you were was, really hoping for. Yeah, and it was also upsetting because the juniors my senior year, a lot of them got cast, and that was yeah. very upsetting. Yeah, my class um, so. got a lot of opportunities that they perhaps did not deserve. Um, anyways. <laughs> anyways. That's it. This has been Wowie Zowie. Thanks for listening. Two. I'm Ansley. And I'm Kristen. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a blessed rest of your day. Ba -da -ba.